Welcome to the Give Them Something to Talk About podcast brought to you by She Tribe. Hello, everyone. Hey, hi. How you doing? <laughs> I do not want to make a big deal about this, but we do have our second guest on the pod. Um, his name is Theodore Peyton Dogsby. He hails from Seattle, Washington. Um, Allie and him are very close. And so they have their own kind of labeling, so to speak. Allie, what do you call him? I just call him Theodore Fichemin. Fichemin. Because from my favorite podcast, they call their dog Theodore Fichemin. Mm-hmm. And so that is what I call him. But Hope's dog has made it today as our special guest. And we yeah. are so, 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 so lucky to have you. Thank you so much for coming, Theo. Yeah. Thank you so much. His schedule is jam packed. So I, you know, I'm very thankful we could fit him in. And also sitting with Theodore Payton Dogsby is, is a a basically bomb waiting to go off. So I fingers, toes, everything crossed that he doesn't have just a full psychotic break during this episode, but (laughs) you know what? We warned you. And if so, everyone can take a drink. So we warned you and I will cross my fingers and legs and toes as well. And my legs just currently are without pants. Uh, this morning, this morning was a day where I was just like, it's not going to happen. Like I just, we live in a, in a, um, stomach up society now where everything we do is just on, (laughs) on zoom or on camera. So like, why do I need to do that to myself? Why do I need to put on pants today? Okay. But I I think there's a distinction we need to cover. Are, Are you saying you're literally butt naked down there except with underwear or do you just mean not real pants? No, I mean, I am literally, well, I'm wearing underwear, but, but nothing else. Correct. Okay. Honestly, because I'm wearing an oversized shirt. Okay. Allison, I can see you from chin up. So it's, it's very unclear exactly the length of your t-shirt, but you know what? Even if it was normal size, like you guys F it. Okay. It's a Monday. We're in April. COVID is still a thing. I woke up in a good mood and I didn't want to mess with the mood by putting on a pair of pants that are too tight, you know? No. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got to do that. And I am just so thankful and pleased that we are, we are rotating into a season where I can wear basically like a muumuu dress and you have no idea what's going on underneath. I I know. Not a clue. What's going on? almost sprung, which means yeah. that we can go pantless no. and feel comfortable. Yeah. And, and this is not sponsored. Although Katie Serino, if you are listening, we will be band, brand ambassadors, but I think this might be the summer alley where I get thigh chafe. Like I get the actual gel that you put on your thighs to prevent them from. Oh, yeah. There's a, her company makes this product that essentially it's like leg deodorant, right? Isn't that, yeah. is that what you're talking about? Yes, essentially. Yeah. And you like roll it on the inner of your thighs, mega babe. And I I don't know why I've been holding out for so long from a very young age. It was very clear that I would always have thighs that are close together. (laughs) That's like something, you know, it's just genetic. There's no amount of working out. It's like, I have very, unlike a wide set something, I actually have a very closed set leg stature (laughs) and I'm just giving in it's thirties. Allie, this is going to be our first spring in our thirties. Yeah. Well, please don't set us up for a life of only chafing and leg deodorant. (laughs) Hopefully there are some uh, good things ahead too. But spring is sprung. We had a weekend, a great weekend together. It was Easter this weekend. 
Um, so happy Easter to those who celebrate. It was Passover for me the past week or so. Hell We've yeah. got some celebratory vibes over here. We have some celebratory vibes and in in true fashion, no matter what you celebrated, there was an expectation that you would eat an F ton of food. Like Mm -hmm. there's, there's just, there's no holiday in which one consumes a normal amount of calories. Even thinking about Halloween, sugar, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's Eve, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, drinking counts. Like we don't, in this United States, we, we don't know how to celebrate without food. Like there's no, I don't, you don't, you can't get together to celebrate. Unless that's what, that's what a celebration is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, We're just it's like, actually about the food. It's about the food. And then at least for me, so we have a holiday where we fast. And oh, so yeah. that is like the one holiday where it's not about food, but then, uh, it inversely, like it is all about food. Cause that's all you're thinking about. <laughs> and the fact that you can't, eat. you know, wait, what is that holiday called? Um, that's Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. Wow. <laughs> you said it so well. Say that again. Yom Kippur. Yum Kippur. Yum Kippur. Speaking of things that Allie and I learned how to say this weekend, um, we both lived in Los Angeles and you may have heard of a team called UCLA and we were just calling, we we're just saying like brooms, like they're the brooms. Brooms are great. Brooms. And then Dilo in the house, Dr. Dev. Mr. Gottlieb, the man, the myth, the legend, let us know that it was Bruins. Yeah. We were trying to be supportive girlfriends, wives, yeah. plural, the wives club for him because there was the basketball, there was the basketball, there was college basketball on and it was UCLA versus Gonzaga. Was it Gonzaga? Gonzaga, but they go by the Zags. The Zags. Yeah. Like I've never heard of Gonzaga except for basketball where they're always yep. the best. And we're, the, UCLA, we were trying to be supportive, going, go Bruins, go Bruins. And, you know, it is Bruins. It is Bruins. You can say it fast, like, go Bruins, but it's it's not Bruins. So. Well, you say, you actually um, say some interesting pronunciations of words. Like, what do you put with cereal, Hope? Milk. You lie. That's how you say it. Is it? Oh, I say milk. You know why though? Because we, we just had this conversation yesterday and now I'm hyper aware because I say, hello. And you I say hello, hello and milk and milk, but I get a free pass on the milk situation because my last name is louder milk. Like that's just, you don't yeah. say we're the louder milks. You know what I mean? That'd be I weird. would say, but I would say you're the louder milks. You'd be like, this is her family. They're the louder milks. <laughs> yeah. No. So actually though, one of my family members phoned a friend, but I, I think we're, we're like, we're the louder milks. Oh, that's weird. Anywho, you guys, it's, it's such a struggle when you have two parts of your full name that are actual words. That's a very fair point. It's just like my family, did they set me up for the best success? I would argue no, because I think if you have a name like louder milk, then you should be like a Brittany or a Jessica or a Jennifer. <laughs> Hope and louder milk. This meant I was getting it from both sides, the front right. and the back. Ooh, that got a little And more is the one, baby. Well, speaking of just getting screwed, because um, we had a treacherous weekend that was a mix of being the most zen, fun feeling we've had in a while. Yes. Uh, 
with the most chaotic tornado of a weekend that one could imagine. So should we start with like the sun side of it? Yeah. 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 Let's start with that. Okay. So we decided to go to the suburbs where I was born and raised because we needed dogs in. Hang on. And shout out Buffalo Grove. If you know, you know, you, if you know, you know, and you know, going home, I was super excited. I was like, we're just going to have a chill weekend. It will be good. And mind you, I had to watch my parents' dog and my sister's dog. And they were both like mid-sized pounds. (laughs) (laughs) Mid-sized. They reminded me of, um, this weekend, they reminded me of the hyenas from Lion King. Yes. Yes. Brought her dog as well. Theodore Payne Dogsby, who's on the line. That's actually we need to give him an outlet to speak because he went through it. Tell him back this weekend. Uh, yeah. We brought, so we had both my parents and my sister's dog, and then Hope came for the weekend, so she brought Theo. Yeah. Theo is the Simba in Lion King, and these yeah. dogs are the, uh, they're, the they're the hyenas from Scar. And Allie and I are Quakers at heart, and we thought if we just put a little love, a little pep in our step, we can introduce them together. And this will be like a Caesar Milan pack of just of dogs who love each other. And I yeah. would say it did not go like that from basically the jump. It's, um, I don't want to point fingers. I think it was a mix of combination, but Allie's parents dog, her name is Ella. Um, she looks a bit like a cow, both mm-hmm. in coloring, but also in stature. And she was, she had to watch the house all weekend. And that's very stressful for one woman to do. And when I brought Theo in, she was like, I checked with my parents. I checked with Larry, the other dog who was running the perimeter from a security check. <laughs> and Theo was not approved on the guest list. Like he was not supposed exactly. to be- like Theo was not so cordially welcomed into our home. So mm-hmm. let me give you the play by play. It is Saturday morning. Yep. I am solo with Ella and Larry. Yep. Hope has yet to come. Mm-hmm. It is about 10 a.m. and the water heater breaks. Therefore, you must send in someone to fix said water heater and yeah. charge you your life savings for the water no, heater. Actually, though. Yeah. If you were planning be... going to like Mexico, sorry, you're not. You need help. We water. should have been water heater fixers because they made like 1700 in a course of what would you say? Three hours? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a lot of money. So but they did replace that huge thing, the huge heater. Oh, they had to literally replace it. Yes. That. Yes. It wasn't oh. just like a service call. Like we needed some new materials. Ooh, that, that is steep. Okay. Okay. Continue. I get it. So there's no hot water, which like what that happens once every five, 10 years that you have to replace that. It just so happens to be on the one day I'm home at my parents' house alone. Uh, I know we said, we said we'd start with the Zen, but we quickly did not. Um, then at about 10 AM, it was kind of chilly in the morning. So I turned on the fireplace. Apparently I didn't open the thing that had to be open. So then the alarm started going off for carbon monoxide. Um, so I proceeded to take my cow dog and Larry, my nephew, and go outside because what else do you do during that? I don't know. And we had to have like a neighbor come over. We were maybe going to have to bring over the fire department. 
because I'm just sitting here. I'm like, yeah, no, it will be chill. I'll just take care of a few dogs. It'll be a chill weekend. No. So, so far now we have the potential fire department, my neighbor and the water heater people at my house. Hope yeah. brings Theo. It becomes yeah. World War III with the dogs. Yeah. And the rest of the weekend was magical. I think it was really eye-opening for Allie and I to envision ourselves as mothers and it, it became clear the, the sacrifice that one has to do when they have to pick up a hot, steamy bag of poop. You know the amount I mean? of warm shits that we had to pick <laughs> up that transparently were not my own child's. Like if it were my dog, it'd be one thing, but it's three dogs that I don't, you know, I'm not like in love with. Yep. 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 And yeah, I had to pick up their warm poop. Yeah. A lot of warm poop. Um, but on the positive, once we got... Ella, who was like a T-Rex and Theo, who was like a pterodactyl. Once we got them separated, then it was very Zen, except when um, Theo baited Ella behind the door, like a little prick. And then Ella had to stick up for herself. So she responded back. So could we have used Xanax or an Ambien or perhaps a cannabis-based product or CBD, whatever you're into? Absolutely. But instead, you know, we decided we're just going to drink, you know? Yes. We're just going to have drink. a bevy. <laughs> we're going to have a bevy. And one more thing that just made it even more Zen was that Devin was on call. Oh my gosh. So just like anytime we're like, Oh, the kids are down. The dogs yes. aren't acting up. We're good. All of a sudden this beeper would go off. Stick. <laughs> Please Lord. <laughs> Lord help us. I can third party validate that I was I was not in the room with Devin, which yes, was sad for me, but kind of what Allie and Devin had established that I don't need to be in the bed with them. And even I could hear it through the wall and it was quite loud. So I cannot imagine being in the presence of a beeper. Oh, yes. wait. in the first night, the beeper was waking up the dogs. And then oh, every barking. hour. It's like, <laughs> this is, this is actually what you know, when they say being married to a doctor, people are like, oh my God. And I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. You don't sleep. You don't sleep. You don't sleep. You have no control over the schedule. It's not exactly as people getting sick are on a schedule. Exactly. If you know what I mean. Where's my waiting? <laughs> We're literally on the side of the road in the mud, walking the dogs and Devin <laughs> gets a page and has to answer it. And it's like, you're having heart palpitations. You can't breathe. I think it'd be time to go to like the emergency room. And I can, oh God, this is probably HIPAA. I had no idea. I had no idea who the other person was like, (laughs) the police do not come for me. But then also like he had to convince them. He was like, no, I I wouldn't wait. Okay. You could wait. It's like, ma'am, you are not breathing. Is this, this is priority literally number one to get your ass in an urgent care. I, I mean, I can't, God I bless can't. the doctors and the doctor's wives or doctor husbands because God bless them. God bless them. Well, yeah. that was our weekend. It was, it was a, almost like a boot camp for being parents. And I realized I'm still not ready. I, I was, I never, realized I'm still not ready too. Yeah. I never thought I was, but it just, this was really a confirmed receipt of, <laughs> of like, yeah, I was, we were we eating, were testing a hypothesis. We're not ready at all. <laughs> We were eating chips and salsa for lunch. And I think that's when it became very clear that like, if I had to make a dino nugget meal right now for a Chilano, a Poblano pepper, sometimes I call them Chilanos, 
I'm not ready. Can someone please swoop in and help me? I need a night nurse and a day nurse and a me nurse. I need a dog nurse. Between this weekend, between the buzzer of the the pager, the dogs, and then the warm shit, it was a wake up call that we're. It's very hard to take care of things that aren't yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. And noises just are already very annoying. Like no, any noise, and I'm not talking about like a baby crying. Yeah, no. Um. Also, speaking of taking care of yourself, I. I am recording this podcast in my office slash guest bedroom slash storage room slash weird tchotchke room. And I just looked over from where I'm recording and I need to tell you guys this story. So I am a, and Allie and I both are really big fans of getting medication delivered to you. Like there's no going to the pharmacy anymore. Like that is 2002. So I started this new birth control plan with this company called Simply Health, highly recommend And my first order, they asked me if I wanted some freebies. And one of them was the morning after pill. And one of them said condoms. And I was like, you know what? I don't transparently use condoms a lot, but it's like, it's a responsible thing to do. I'm a woman. I'm in charge of my female condom story. Cause you already shared this with us. Oh my gosh. Do you guys, I got two more boxes last month. I am now up to eight boxes. A female female condom like store out of your home. You need to file an LLC. I literally have 48. I literally have 48 female condoms. And like, what does one do? Does one go on Craigslist and say, if you're looking for female condoms, pick them up. Like I, what I don't, I need help. What do I do with 48 of them? I literally lose my breath over this topic and don't know how to talk about it. Okay, this isn't making Allie triggered. You should so. give them to Ella, the cow dog. Yeah. <laughs> what was so confusing is Ella is also the name of the morning after pill. So I was like, wait. Oh, you're like, okay, funny joke. Did now. you know that's where Ella's namesake came from? Your parents <laughs> named her after. <laughs> She's a bad bitch. So that would make sense. We named her after that. She is a bad bitch. Well, fine. I'm sorry, guys. I will let the female condom lie. Although Allie, brainstorm. You know how Heather McMahon has the word tiramisu and everyone, like if you say tiramisu to her, she knows you listen to the podcast. Should our word be female condom? You know, it doesn't feel natural to me. It doesn't feel like that's what it should be. (laughs) It seems like you've put that into the universe. So maybe it is. Why don't we make female condom the trial word until we come up with something better? Because you're going to be walking down the street and someone's going to scream female condom at you. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not opposed because we need more sex education. So if I need to be literally the brand ambassador for FC2 female condoms, come at me, bro. Can I I see one? Do you mind putting it up? Uh, Yeah. Can you see? No, like the inside. Oh, you want to actually see one? Well, actually we should edit this video and share it. This is a prototype. No, this is a prototype, you guys. So it comes in like, it comes in a bag, almost the size of what your birth control would come in. Oh, that's a and big bag. So no, that is, this is one. No, you, this is one and you will be disgusted. Okay. I'm sorry. If you use female condoms, I should be more open. Okay. Okay. To so, describe what I'm looking at right now. Yeah. What are you looking at out? Okay. It's this a, looks, this looks so, like a cylinder, like a, it is a tube. So, so think of a normal condom, like for guys, but there is a silicone ring at the bottom of the condom and you squeeze it and insert it inside you. 
then there is another cylindrical plastic thing at the top, but it's much wider. And that's where you insert the penis into this condom. So my, I would be open to it, but I get scared that things will get stuck down there because I don't know how anatomy works. So like, I'm afraid this female condom would get lost inside me forever, you know? Okay. So let's leave it there. Um, there you go. I don't, does this go to sex ed? Are we now sex educators? I mean, you definitely are. No, you guys. I am learning as you go. Okay. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll keep you posted, but I'm going to now put those back and try not to think about the fact that I'm hoarding 48 female condoms. So <laughs> what Anywho, if you like, huh? that's one of your fun facts about you though. Okay. Opener. Hi, my name is Hope. I'm originally from California and I am the proud owner of 48 <laughs> female condoms. I think 47 though now because that oh, one's right. good too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I can, I guess we can segue away from the FC2. That's also going to be a code word. Okay. I'll let that lie. Um, we can move forward because we want to do a segment today called what I would tell my seventh grade self. And the grade is very specific because Allie, Allison Rose Lowenstein actually was the, um, she was the brainstorm. She was the initiator of the grade because Allie, I need, I have also, you guys, I'm learning this in real time. I need you to tell me the story of what happened to you because over the weekend I was asking Allie, can you, when the garage door is coming and like, you have to get out, can you hop over the sensor? Because I can't. And David tells me, I hope you don't have to hop with two feet. It's literally like double Dutch, like one foot over the other. So I asked Allie and then Allie, what did you tell me? I said, did you not know that I got a concussion? I had to go to the hospital over that. <laughs> I don't know if this is anything I would tell my seventh grade self, but let me tell you guys the story. Okay. I, I'm dying to hear. Okay. So we all know the trick. You shut your garage from the inside, you yeah. run out, you hop <laughs> over the sensor and you part ways. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I was at a birthday party when I was, you know, 10 years old, 11 years old. What, how old are you in seventh grade? No, you're 12 or 13. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speak, yeah. Remind me after this to just remind me, say, say 12 or 13 years old again after this story because okay. I'd like to say one more thing okay. um and I we went to camp in the summer so my group of friends went to camp and they would release the cabin list like right before we headed there and that was a big deal to us like that was like who made the football team who made the theater play whatever that was so crucial to how your summer was going to pan out so we're at a birthday party okay. and I remember so vividly we're at this pool and we're all swimming and supposed cabin list has been released. And this was like before just logging online was normal. And so they would fax it. And so I get I, my mom. Oh, no, I didn't have a cell phone. So somehow someone contacted me saying that my <laughs> mom has the cabin list. Okay. Real talk. How would she, how would I've got contact home phone, right? Home phone at your friend's How would house? she have reached me at a pool? Well, were you at a, a family friend's pool? Oh, no, we were at like a um, public pool. Yeah. Um, Allie, she may have had spies. So I, I don't know. <laughs> Vicky, phone in. Vicky, like, phone How do in. people reach people out in the wild? Yeah. Anyway, I'll never know that. So what happened was my friends were like, oh my gosh, we need to go to your house immediately. 
So whoever was the designated driver of like six 11 year old girls uh, was like, let's head over to your house. So she speeds over. I go into my house and I am searching for this cabin list and my mom wasn't home. So apparently she's putting me in this predicament where I am searching all over the goddamn house. People are relying on me to grab this. And I get to the point where I start to get very hot. I start to heat up and I'm like, where is this list? My mom told me she had it and now she's not home and I'm searching all over the house. Yeah. So finally I give it up and I'm like, listen, I know that I just bragged to literally everyone that my mom has the cabin list, but she's not home. And so I need to go back out to this car and disappoint six friends. And so I'm already on edge because I'm, I took a long time and I have to go out with bed. So yeah, I yeah. go out and they probably see immediately. I'm not holding anything. They're like, oh, fuck this girl. Fuck this friend. Mm-hmm. And I do the the move where you jump over the, over the. I'm nervous already for you. Okay. The camera. And yep. what happens is I proceed to jump. I jumped a little too high. I had a little too many nerves <laughs> and my forehead meets the garage quite no. nicely. It aligns no. up. And the garage smacks me back on the ground, which think, I mean, there was not a car there. There were no cars in the garage, thank God. Cause I just, you know, laid nicely on some concrete and <laughs> I not have the cabin list lied to, well, you know, misspoke to everyone, but now I've had a concussion in front of a group of immature 10 year olds who are now all my, they continue to be my best friends. Yeah. But do you know what that would look like from the other no. side? No, it is horrifying. And I feel like how long did it take for your friends to let that go? Like to let that story still, go. We're 30 years old. They still talk about it. No, they saw no. it in the, they're all sitting in the car in the driveway, witnessing this happen. It was like, I was on the show jackass. Like they saw that happen. I had to go to the hospital. Your, your girl had a, had a concussion. Wait. <laughs> so do you get back in the car with your six friends and that mom has to drive you to the hospital or how does that work? No, that mom drove me to her house, which was nearby. And then my parents had to pick me up and take me to the hospital. Like we're so fucking embarrassed of our loser daughter. And she, first of all, she has no, she is actually, I do have hops. She has hops, but what a freaking loser. So, um, well, Allie, one thing you and I both share is that we have no vertical leap at this age. We have no vertical leap. No, Allie, I've never had vertical leap. It's not because I'm older. It's that I just, if you knew what my body was shaped like, okay. Imagine my body is pear shaped. So you can imagine that more, more of my weight is distributed in my bottom half. So when you think about jumping up, there's already a lot of gravity pushing down. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot working against you. There's so much working against me. And so I have never had hops and I don't, when I was on my roller skates, like trying to show off in front of my seventh grade crush named Eric, I tried to do like the cool move where you jump in your skates. And I went half a centimeter <laughs> off the ground, but it felt like I was literally on a skating ramp. Do you know what I mean? So like in the moment you feel like you are an Olympic athlete. Yes. And you, you yes. think that you look like Tony Hawk when in reality, yes. like you could go on your tippy toes and you'd be higher than the, that the height <laughs> you just jumped. <laughs> that is so true. And also like everything blades are back. Like we have, we have to be blade girls again, Allie. Like there were so, so many fun. kids. Let's do it. But block. we're just so fragile now. Like we need wrist maybe, guards and knee guards. I'm not yeah, fucking around. You just get scared as you get older. Like yeah, I used do. to, like, I would just always fall when I was younger and scrape my knees 
Like it was a constant that you scraped your yeah. knees, but now the idea of it just, it's so scary that I, I'm, I don't know if I'm willing to take the risk, but I, I will say right here, right now, if you do it, then I will do it. No, I want to be a blade girl. I will be wearing wrist guards and probably knee guards and I don't care. And a helmet. I don't understand people. I am 30. I have God willing, maybe 50 years left. I'm not, I'm not doing it with the fracture of the wrist that comes back and haunts you when you're 70. You know what I mean? When your bones start going through osteoporosis. No, like I was just sitting at home the other day and my tooth just fell off half of it. So I can't risk any hard surface banging against anything in my body. We should wear mouth guards too. We need to wear every guard that exists. (laughs) Put us in bubbles. Put us in bubbles. Also, I'm hot girl shit. No, this is hot girl summer for sure. And also if you're going to wear a helmet, I kind of want the kids one where it looks like there's a mohawk on top of your head. You know, Ooh, like never all seen the, that. That's it's like sick. For little kids and it's like plastic that comes out of the helmet, like a lot of them. So you look like you have a sweet hawk. And it's like, if you're going to wear a helmet, like make it cheek. You know what yeah. I mean? No, make it, make it cheek. Yeah. It's called fashion. Look it up. It's, no, it's literally called fashion. Look it up. Also though, I looked up the cost of rollerblades and they are not cheap. I didn't think they were. What are they like? 150? Like, yeah. I but when you're a kid and you got rollerblades, I didn't really pay attention to the cost. So I so feel I like the best the way to think about it is you think of it as a as a mode of transportation. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if we are transporting ourselves normally via Uber or Uber. through like, you know, taking the train or a car. Uh, I guess that's the point. We're taking an Uber or a train yep. or a bike? Do you ever divvy? I have not divvied. No. Okay. I need to divvy the summer. Just think of it as a sunk cost. It is getting it us is from point cost. A to point B. Yeah, it is a sunk cost. And I actually, isn't that funny? Like I remember in accounting, that was the first time I learned what a sunk cost was. Never once in my life before then had I said, oh crap, this is a sunk cost. <laughs> well, you're not like out of the womb just being like, Sunk cost, <laughs> dividends, and strike price, you know? Okay. We need to get someone. We were having a conversation with our friends about stocks, and people were talking about like strike prices and IPOs and the valuations and $15. You wouldn't get be profitable. And I'm, it was this I was on psychedelics, and someone was talking to me. And I couldn't pick out one word. No, I, I was like, can you guys get on with this point? Or can you guys table this and maybe no. talk offline about this? We needed to table and I need to talk offline. Oh, you straight up were you, we were having a normal conversation yesterday and hopes like, but economies of scale will come into play. <laughs> okay. Do you guys no. just use that phrase often when you're having normal conversations over brunch with your friends? I mean, honestly, we could be using more of it. For example, maybe you want to buy one bottle of red wine, but you see if you buy six or more, you get a 20% discount. That's economies of scale. Get the six, even though you shouldn't be drinking six bottles of wine by yourself. No, that's the thing. That's that's how Costco gets you. They're like, you can have a hundred packs of Koala Yum Yums. Yep. Oh my God. Wait, Allison, I did not tell you that when I was in California, did I tell you I am now the proud owner of a Costco membership? No, congrats. I mean, I, besides that and buying a house and maybe getting married and then maybe having a baby and then maybe having a will, 
this is like a very, very adult step. And I got it with David. So it's not no single thing membership. Well, and I was, I'm going back and forth to Bakersfield, California, because my grandparents live there and they are not doing well. And they needed just bulk. They were actually in the 1% that need bulk items. Like they needed six uh, Clorox wipes. They were out of toilet paper, paper towels. So we were going to just try, you know what Vons is? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if they had them everywhere. It's like a West I don't Coast. Think, I only know because I lived in LA. Okay. Well, it's like a West Coast grocery chain. And then we were like, well, screw it. They need, they just need a bulk of everything. So David and I looked at each other in the eyes and we were like, okay, we are engaged. Are we ready to cross the Costco chasm together as a team? Did he like get down on a knee to ask you to join Costco with him or? No, he, he absolutely did. And, and the sweet lady, Dawn, who helped get our membership, she was a little taken back at first, but then I explained the situation of like, hi, we're engaged, but this is a really big step for us. And she totally got it. You know, did you guys have a photographer present? (laughs) You know what? That is a common thing with proposals between the two of us. There's, there's no one there to collect evidence. (laughs) You know, like there is no one, but they did give us a welcome bag. When I tell you it was the most random Fs possible, one roll of toilet paper, one trail mix bag, one granola bar, one disposable wipe. It was like Costco. I'm already in a, I'm going to spend no less than a thousand dollars this year. Could you spring for some better swag? Right. It's just like the age old question that we were never ready for. Like, do I need one thing of toilet paper or do I need 1000? And there's no in between, like there's no no good in between. No, I know it's devastating. And also the last time I bought toilet paper, it was online. Well, two times ago, and I couldn't tell the thickness of the roll. And so it got there and it was like basically see-through toilet paper (laughs) that scratches you. There's nothing worse than like tissue paper. No, it was. It was tissue paper on your butt. Scratch your butthole. (laughs) And that's those moments you're like, God damn it. If I could have just been not a little bit so cheap in that moment. Yep. 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 No, you're absolutely right. Talk about cheap. Most people would have been like, okay, you you picked the wrong one. Let that baby go. Stick to Charmin, Cottonelle, or, you know, Angel Bear or whatever that stuff is. Soft Angel, whatever. I used every rule. I put up with scratching of my butt for two months. Well, and that's the issue, right? Like no. you can't just get one. So you no. had to commit to the rest of your life getting I a had like bus. 16 rolls. And I, I finally bought brand name Cottonelle and I just used my first roll of it last night. And Ooh. can I tell you the difference is staggering. Yeah. Staggering. I mean, can you put a price on butthole? butthole? <laughs> no, you, you can't wait, Allie, are you in Devin bidet people? So when COVID hit and everyone was rushing to basically Costco to get those, yes. we got a bidet in or- just because we're like, let's play chess while they play checkers yes, and so let's get a bidet. And we have used it a total of zero times, <laughs> but, but no pun intended. It's the reason why is because it's not connected to our hot water. So for whatever reason, it's hard. There's you know, you can ask, you can ask Zillow, but there's something wrong where we can't connect it to hot water. So we would be spraying really, really cold water up our buttholes. Yeah. 
Although much like our friend Offenheimer or whatever his name is about the cold plunge to wake you up, maybe you could just squirt water in your undercarriage in the morning and have it just wake you right up. Hi, you know, like influencers are like my morning routine. I wake up and have (laughs) celery juice and then I meditate for three minutes. I'm over here. Like I wake up with slobber all over my entire left side of my face, typically because I sleep on that side. And yep. then I shove a light stream of freezing cold water up my anus yep. to start the day. And you know what? It wakes you the hell up. I, I suggest as a challenge for all of our listeners, I suggest everyone tonight, if you have a bidet or not, get a water bottle, put it in the fridge with water. And then tomorrow morning, just try it out. We're not asking for hundred percent commitment. Just try it once shoving cold water all over your <laughs> private parts <laughs> and report. Okay. Everyone, if you're in, then if you're, if you are with us, say yes on three, one, two, three. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. I hope you said something out loud. Everyone. Yeah, I do too. And I'd also like you to know that our guest, um, has left the building and he has not come back. So. You know, the second we introduced him, he's like, I'm actually going to head out. You guys are annoying as hell. <laughs> no. I think he's actually, he'd rather be outside in our backyard right now than even in the home with me, even in the far, far bedroom. Makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. So as always, this has been truly a treat. Did I know we were going to go down with our undercarriages getting Arctic water? I never know where these podcasts are going to end. Arctic undercarriages. The name of this freaking podcast. Also, should that be our code word? Yes, it has. That (laughs) is so much better than female condoms. Arctic undercarriages arctic undercarriages do not forget it arctic undercarriages and what she means is if you see us ever you see anyone in this crew just say it and just that's how you know that's the secret code word we will give you a thousand (laughs) dollars oh my gosh until next time guys love and light bye